Hello and welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com, covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. In this episode, field editor Kurt Fennick talks with James B. Bretz, Director of Uptime and Connected Services at Volvo Construction, who shares his telematics experience and his vision of where we are headed with this technology. Uptime is a concern for every contractor, and telematics can help address that concern. Telematics has come a long way, and it continues to evolve. Let's dig in with Kurt and James now. Hi, this is Kurt Bennett with the Digging Deeper podcast. I'm the senior editor for for ConstructionPros.com, and uh, we are here with Jim Bretz, who is the director of Uptime and Connected Services for Volvo Construction Equipment. Hi, Jim. Hey, how you doing, Kurt? Pretty good. I understand there's a, a lot new in telematics at Volvo Construction Equipment. Um, and there's been a lot of changes, especially with the current pandemic we're dealing with, where there's some advantages to using telematics. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's been quite a challenge for us, as you can see. You know, I'm working from home, which is also the, the rest of our customer support staff. Uh, but it's actually been quite seamless. Uh, it's, it's been done very well. We have a lot of good technology and connectivity uh, because we're a global company that was already in place. Uh, so we've been able to really, uh, really continue the same level of service as we did in the past, just uh, remotely with everyone working from home. Okay, well, we noticed there's been a trend towards telematics and how they've evolved to meet the demands demands of the current pandemic. I mean, there was already a movement in place where people are starting to use more and more telematics in the service end. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, and there, and there, and, and there has been going on, on for years with telematics. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, we've, we've, done, we've, we've done a lot of improvements. It really comes down to not telematics and telematics data uh, because that's just by nature, it's touchless. Um, it's something that you don't need to meet face-to-face with. You don't need to visit the machine uh, to get the data. So that's obviously just inherently uh, touchless, which uh, really has become apparent uh, during this uh, this remote working uh, experience. Um, but what we've done is we've really taken the data and turned it into a service. So it's really not so much about the data and how you get it. It's about what you do with it and how you can use that to improve the customer experience and uh, improve machine uptime. So that's, that's been really, it's been an ongoing, uh, it, we, we really didn't make any changes to the process or the system with this pandemic. It's just really emphasized uh, the importance of the remote technology and our ability to, to function um, without even being in the office and without face-to-face uh, contact with people. Okay, and uptime is always important to customers, but especially now with the touchless environment, how has remote diagnostics played into that role? And are there limitations to remote diagnostics where you still have to have a technician? Doing well, there, there, there certainly are. Uh, what, what it's really, um, really emphasized and, and really brought to the surface is if you think about it, uh, if there's something that you can do remotely on a machine to either one, make a repair, uh, if, if it's something you can do remotely, or if it's just a matter of getting the right information to the customer where they can possibly um, make the minor repair, make the minor correction without having to contact the dealer, all of that eliminates the need for a technician traveling to the site and face-to-face. Uh, the other thing we found is 
because uh, the information that we provide is not just the telematics data, it is diagnostic information, it is all the details. Our technicians, when they have that in their hand before they leave for a service call, they can then take all the right parts and all the right tools with them, which reduces the amount of trips to a site. So again, it just re it re greatly reduces the face-to-face -face touch point uh, with our technicians. And uh, I, I really want to emphasize the, the biggest benefit is because we go direct to the customer from Volvo with this information. Mm -hmm. uh, it is, it is um, repairs or checks that they can make themselves and in many cases take care of it themselves without any interaction from the dealer at all. Okay. Now, on, on your sister company, we've seen some interesting things where you guys are doing a lot of uh, wireless updates and software updates. Are we seeing that type of technology transfer into the construction equipment field as well? We're, 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 we're working on it right now, and that's that's in the near future uh, where you can have remote software download. Uh, you're speaking of Volvo and, and Mack truck, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's been, been very successful. So it, more, it, it moves us more toward rather than just the alert and the information, it allows us to actually connect with the machine. And in some cases, uh, you know, if it's software repair and you can do a remote software download, you can take care of it remotely without having to visit the machine. That's gonna become much, much more uh, important as we move toward electrified machines and autonomous machines in the future also, because there's gonna be a lot of technology on those machines and software related uh, that, that obviously would, uh, would benefit from the ability to do remote software download and remote diagnostics. Okay, and where are we going in terms of remote diagnostics? I, ma I imagine that you have a real close relationship in, with the dealers in this process as well, because it seems like the dealers have to be an integral part of the telematics solution for the customers. For sure. It's, it's, um, what, what telematics has done, and specifically Active Care Direct, which is the product that we use as a service for, uh, for uh, machine uh, reporting, as well as uh, uh, case management on machine issues, um, that, that's actually created quite a, a close relationship, a closer relationship from the OEM standing beside the dealer and helping them support the customer. So uh, it's, it's actually been a, a, a great positive. Um, our dealers have been um, very open to our inputs and connection with the customer. Uh, we, we, we do that in sync with the dealer constantly. Uh, but again, it's a kind of a new business model because uh, we're not just replying or re relying on distribution to handle uh, the problem. We can also get a direct connection from our technical support staff to help the dealer and help the customer directly. Now, has the pandemic provided a learning experience for both Volvo and the customer about telematics and the value of telematics? Uh, for sure. I think probably the biggest learning experience is um, bandwidth and, and ability to connect and the lack of connectivity in some places. That's what's raised the uh, uh, raised some concerns, uh, not only just for telematics, just mm -hmm. for remote meetings on Skype or whatever that may be. Um, but to me, it's really, really emphasized, and it was not by design that we did this for remote work on machines it was actually you know to improve uptime and improve customer satisfaction with machines 
But the real benefit has been during the pandemic, like I said before, uh, just the ability to continue this type of service uh, seamlessly uh, through this, this tough time. Now, what are you guys doing to address future needs and uh, where are you going from now with the telematics solution to help the customers? Well, we're, we're continuing in the path of, you know, um, most importantly, the remote software download is absolutely extremely important to us. Uh, we're moving with that. Uh, development of APIs and the new AMP 2.0 API uh, that we can provide uh, customers and third parties with uh, information from our telematics system, as well as we're continuously improving what we believe to be is is the key to this is the information that we're providing as we provide these alerts to customers and dealers when there is a machine issue of improving that information in the diagnostics and i can give you an example is if you've seen a diagnostic list for any one problem there's probably six or eight steps that need to be taken mm -hmm. With feedback from actual work being done, and we're learning a lot more about maybe the list of those steps is reorganized where the most likely problem is rose is is taken to the top, which really you know and it just improves the uh, improves the uptime because it helps you get the job done a lot quicker. Uh, so there's a constant effort, and we're we're looking very closely at being able to create some data links behind error codes to try to be more proactive and more predictive. Uh, in other words, uh, try, to, um, try to take the machine logs and sensors and temperature sensors and pressure sensors to start to see if we can begin to predict issues that are going to happen before you even get an error code from the machine so you can be more proactive. This also um, has really improved uh, the total cost of ownership to the customer because many of these uh, predictive repairs that are done or these calls to a, a, a machine have really reduced some catastrophic failures on components. And it's really hard to determine how many things didn't happen if you wouldn't have done it. Um, uh, but for instance, some very minor things could have turned into some major catastrophic failures on an engine, on a transmission, and only because we intervened prior to that, you never see those. And it helps extend the life of, of the components, which is obviously important to the customer and of all them. Now, when you get into predictive analysis, is it very important to have a detailed history of failures in the past in order to be able to put together an accurate predictive history? Yeah, that, that's always the toughest part. And, 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 and that's something else that we're doing with, with collecting data. As we collect data, it gives us data to analyze, like I said, to, to improve the diagnostic process. Probably the toughest part is when you launch new machines, when you launch new technology, you don't know until they're out there of what that history is, obviously. Uh, so that's a that's a that's a real challenge, and that's a challenge for the industry. Okay, and in terms of developing new new machines, are we starting to see a tipping point where new machines might not necessarily be as hardware intensive as they are electronic features and and new software upgrades? Well, I, I think. Um, it's it's more to the componentry when you start to electrify machines. Uh, so rather than have a hydraulic pump and an engine, you have an electric motor and possibly a hydraulic pump or some type of other actuator. 
Uh, so yes, you know, it will, you know, it reduces components, uh, makes them less complex. Uh, it does add a level of um, 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 need to be able able to troubleshoot uh, software because uh, the more electronics you place on a machine, the more software is on the machine. And as we all know, it's a constant need to update that. And it actually will allow us in the future to be able to make repairs to this using the software by changing parameters on the machine that may extend the life of a component. I can, I can see that coming, but that's going to, you know, it's going to take a while. Okay, I, I know, especially at Con Expo this year, I was in, in actually in the last couple of years, we've noticed a lot more about the Internet of Things and a lot of more components on the machines being connected down to the, even some of the smaller components. Does that make telematics more useful as more and more components come on? Well, it, sure, sure it does. Any, anytime you can get a sensor on something or you can, you can, you can draw um, information from a machine to allow you to do the diagnostics is important. And the, and the other thing that we're moving... Uh, toward is uh, a lot of the productivity enhancements that are on machines uh, currently uh, with Volvo, um, like uh, machine mapping that is in our articulated haul trucks. Uh, so you can actually see a map and see where all the other trucks are uh, for productivity. Um, also with uh, Dig Assist and the different technologies that are on excavators uh, for uh, semi-automating the digging process as well as eventually fully automating the digging process once we get to autonomous machines. Okay. And what do you say to customers who didn't necessarily have the best experience with telematics when they jumped on board early? Because I know there's been cases, contractors we've talked to that basically had issues where they were getting too many fault codes or they didn't know how to handle the amount of data that was coming into their businesses. How has that been corrected and how, how do you go about yeah, and that's that's very interesting. Uh, that's exactly why we started Active Care Direct. Um, just give you a, just a brief history. Uh, myself and another person, we did a lot of customer training, and we would go out a lot of times to some key accounts, some larger accounts. And of course, we were trying to push telematics and the importance of it. And we would have a whole day training session, and explain how to use the website and how to use the data from the website. When we get to the training, customers started to tell us, this is all really good, but we don't have the time and we don't have the resources or the expertise to do what you're saying to do. Will you do it for us? That's really where Active Care Direct came from because that service that we provide pushes only actionable information to the customers and the dealers. There's no need to go into telematics and look for the information and try to make some comparisons. And a very good example is, at least our system at that point, not that this couldn't be changed or maybe some other manufacturers have it, but when you saw an error code or alarm in the system, it gave you a general description and a couple numbers. It really didn't tell you anything. You needed a couple of the diagnostic information with that. What we've done with the services, we've coupled it with that. So now when the customer or the dealer gets the information, they get all the information, possible parts to replace, uh, possible tools needed if there were service bulletins that have been released on that uh, and a like problem. Uh, so again, that's, that's really been, and that's, I mean, you said it, but our man- mantra was uh, we take the noise out of telematics. 
because you, you don't need to know every time you get a code on the machine and you don't need to know when the windshield washer fluid is low. You just need to know what to do when you have a potential problem. And that's what we've really done. Yeah. Okay. And how many customers do you have on the, on the Volvo telematic system at this point? Uh, today we have, uh, on the telematic system in North America, uh, last check, it's right around 24,000 machines. Mm -hmm. um, today we have uh, about 10,000 machines that are using the Active Care Direct service. Uh, we began that in 2016 on a very small scale with a couple key accounts as a pilot. Uh, we launched it in 2017 at Con Expo uh, to all customers. And that's exponentially grown over the last two years. It's been extremely, extremely uh, successful. Now, does that come out standard on new machines? It's uh, standard for active, our, our telematics connectivity, if you would call it. Mm -hmm. Machines come with a hardware one. Um, the connectivity at Volvo is, uh, in North America, is four years. Uh, free subscription, if you will, connectivity subscription. And the Active Care Direct service is free for one year on all new machines. Yeah. And are you getting a substantial renewal rate on the Active Care Direct? Is the machine sorry? Uh, are, you act are you getting a lot of customers re-upping or signing up or renewing the Active Care Direct? Is it coming? Yeah, we've, we've had, um, we've had a, a very, very good um, sign-up uh, rate or re-signing rate. Um, I can say most of our key accounts, which is a majority, which are larger larger fleets, obviously, uh, we haven't had one drop off of it since we started, okay. which is which is really fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, for for uh, our local customers, smaller fleets, uh, it's it's been a mix, uh, but we're continuing to work to find out how we we can improve that. And most of that is through just engagement with the customer and making sure they know that when we're taking care of their problems, one of the reasons is, is because we have this service. So we're continuously uh, working with dealers uh, and meeting with customers to, to explain that. Now, when you meet with customer groups or when you talk to customers about the product, what kind of feedback are you getting and where are they seeing the, the biggest benefits in their business? Uh, well, we, we have a few case studies out there, um, but uh, they're they're probably seeing peace of mind as most most of the most of the benefit I would think that they see on the surface. Um, but we've actually had we've had one customer that actually went through a calculation of how many issues they've had in the past that have turned into major catastrophic failures. Uh, possibly with a transmission, possibly with an engine, and they did calculations. And um, the, the way I try to explain it as easy as possible without telling you the cost is um, if you can save one trip to a machine, one service call, just the time or travel time and mileage on one machine in one year, you've more than paid for the cost of that service for that year. So, so if, you, if you think about it that way, um, it's, really hard to, it's really hard to put your finger on what would have happened if you didn't have it and what the benefits were. 
Uh, but but I think I think customers obviously because they're uh, after the free offer they are maintaining the subscription. I think is a tribute to uh, the benefits that they are seeing and the long term benefits. But they compare repair costs before and then after and kind of see the benefit there. Yeah, they're yeah. receiving. Yeah. Okay. Are, are, are there any advancements that you guys can, can talk about at this time, or do you have some new, new products in the works? Or new? Yeah, like I said, we're moving. We're moving more toward um, being able to do more predictive mm-hmm. um, maintenance with with, and then obviously remote software download is very important to us. Uh, and we we're actually moving to a uh, our. our Dealers today use a system uh, for reporting uh, machine issues, the normal technical help desk system. Uh, we're going to migrate our case management of Active Care Direct cases into that same system. So they'll kind of have a one stop shop for handling all of their machine issues. And we've actually taken uh, we have case handlers uh, that are our technical support staff at Volvo and Shippensburg that when we say handle these cases, look at the responses, handle any calls from the dealer when they get a case, if they have any issues. That's actually now our technical help support s- staff. It's not just someone that answers the phone. It's actually the team that has the expertise on the machines for the repairs. So they're actually the case handlers now um, for these. And, and we needed to do that to scale up because when we were monitoring a thousand machines, probably one person could handle that. Uh, but now we're up to 10,000 machines and uh, we need some bandwidth there to be able to to uh, to handle those cases well and deal with the, the issues. And the overarching goal then is to, to reduce amount machine downtime and when machines do go down to get them up as quickly as possible? I mean, that's all of our goals. I mean, the, the, the bottom line today for customers, especially especially now, uh, there's going to be less new machines sold. The, the market's going to shrink for that. There's going to be more older machines running. Um, there's going to be more of a need for uh, probably for maintenance and monitoring. And I think this is, this is I mean, the, the, the goal is to improve uptime, and the overarching goal is is to reduce uh, customers' total cost of ownership on machines. That's what they're looking for. Uh, the other thing that we've we've done with it is we have there's a lot of different programs that we have uh, in Volvo. Obviously, we have rental machines, mm-hmm. so we have our own fleet, and we're actually using this service to monitor our own fleet. Uh, and the reason we're doing that is it just really reduces your maintenance cost because it helps you stay on top of things and reduce cost. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to James Bretz of Volvo Construction for speaking with us. Tune in every Monday for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast from forconstructionpros.com. And be sure to subscribe and share. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.